I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yes. Me again. the bus is gone. Three, if I'm in school this weekend, I'll be at home. Can somebody come real fast to my rescue? I'm stuck at the crib and I don't know what to do. I missed the bus. I missed the bus. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. Um, and this is a comedy podcast that we do three times a week. Yep, yep. Me and my wife. Yes, sir. Getting along and shit. Can y'all believe that black couples don't fight all the time? No, we don't. It is not an episode of Martin up in here. No, it is not. I don't have energy to fight. Um, but uh, I just want to say thank you because this show right here is to all the fans. Yes, it is. The people that listen, that spread the word, that buy shit, yes. that, uh, you know, really give a fuck about the podcast. You know, our Saturday numbers are a little bit lower than our, you know, week, regular week numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because, you know, I feel like the hardcore listeners, the people who really care about the show, listen on the Saturdays. Yes. And these are some of the better shows, in my opinion, because we actually get to talk to people yes, and, and read what they think. And, and get to interact with them and things like that. Yeah. Um, now, of course, uh, if you're listening to this, it's the Blackout Tips uh, Black Podcast. And you can find us at theblackouttips.com. Yep, yep. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, just search the Blackout Tips. Uh, you can also find us on Stitcher, Facebook, and Podomatic that way. Um, whenever you go to these sites, you know, look us up. Join our group on Facebook. Um, we're actually at 2224 now. Somebody quit the group. Uh, we, we were 2225 when we did the show on 
Thursday. I guess the show must have been that bad. No, um, they must have clicked. I'm like, oh, 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 I didn't mean to hit the black people. Get up Well, they that. did wait till I started posting pictures of uh, people wearing their black out tips gear before they quit the group. So I don't oh, know. Okay. Maybe yeah, they like, were oh, racist. These are real black people? My bad. Yeah, I thought this was a, a sarcastic joke. I'm a hipster. Yes, I can't take this. Um, but of course, on iTunes, when you go in there, leave us a five star review. And we will read that, and uh, you know, we took that week off, and we didn't get any five star reviews Aww. for like a week or two. Come on, you know? guys! And we then I went, I went on our page, and was like, "Hey, we ain't getting no more five star reviews." Sad face. Woke up this morning, we had four new five star reviews. Thank you, guys. So that's why I fucking love our fans, man. Our fans are the fucking best. They man. are. They're dead serious. Yes, they're adorable. It's like My Aaron. Guys are so adorable. It's like Aaron Rand Freeman said, dog. You might be broke, nigga, but you got fans, and that's. <laughs> <laughs> that is real shit, man. Yes, that is. That is real shit, man. Um, of course, also, uh, you know, favorite our app, favorite our podcast on your Stitcher app, yes. which is a application you can have on smartphones. It is free. Yeah, it's free. You can stream up to like the latest four episodes mm-hmm. of any podcast and not keep any data on your actual phone. Um, and on Podomatic, you can leave comments too. If if we see them there, we will check them and uh, respond back. Um, when you go to the Blackout Tips, there's a myriad of things you can do. Yes. Uh, you can donate to the show. Yes, you can. We also have recurring donations. That's right. You can either do regular or recurring donations. A one-time donation is fine. Yeah, you can get into the forms. Re- yeah, recurring donations are dope. Um, and they think they start at $5, and they go up to like 25 or so, but I, or maybe even 50, 50 I think. But, you know, highest. ain't nobody gonna sign up for that. But, um, At least not right now. We like, ain't we ain't touched the right rich person. Right. <laughs> we know you out there. You love know, black people the tips. I don't know if there's a rich person that cares that much about black people or tipping. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, you can do that if you want to. Of course, you can also go to our store and buy all kinds of gear. And uh, shout out to Todd Diamond, yeah, who got his up top shirt and, and his, his mug. mug. And, yes, uh, we seen a picture. Thank he you. He looked Todd. positively sophisticated. <laughs> yes, he did. The way he was holding his his, his mug. It's like he had some tea in there or something. <laughs> some hot tea. Yeah, it's probably Irish whiskey. Um, and then, of course, we also have Matoya's K, who took our shirt with him to the Waffle House and said this service was excellent. I know it was, Devin. You walking with a shirt saying you're going to tip? Yeah, especially yes. in the Waffle House, because that is a place of ratchetness where yes. anyone could not tip. It ain't even got to yeah. be a race thing. They're like, oh, oh, he tips? His shirt gu- even says it. A guaranteed tip. Girl, you better get on that table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first time ever in history where they switch with a black table. Yes. I- I'll take your black table. You take these white folks. Yes. Um, of course, another way to get in contact with us, you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. We read those emails today, and we respond live on the air. Yes, sir. You can call the show, 704-557-0186. Um, you can either leave a message during the week, but at the end of the show, we'll open up the phone lines and talk to fans who feel like calling in. If anyone feels like calling in today, it's really up to you guys. Um, so without further ado, of course, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. Every time I say bullet ball extreme, I, I flex my arm up a little bit. <laughs> I can't help it. It's like that one vein pop out of my temple. Bullet ball extreme. You can't help it. Sound like you Um. Uh, first thing first, I want to give some uh, shout outs to the people who donated to the show today. Yes. Um. Because that shit matters, man. It you does. Know? It, it keeps us doing great things. We got some more things planned for you guys. So I you prefer money. for when we have to put a car in the shop, we don't have to take any money out of fucking PayPal. 
or be like, hey man, we couldn't host a show this month. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I prefer to take those donations and be like, here you go, Podomatic. Why don't you hold on to this for another month? Yes. Um. So, so, so that's one of the reasons that I'm glad people are donating because you know I. Yes, I don't want to start. Yeah, I don't want to start having to use these funds to do shit they're not for. You know, it's for the show, things that help the show. You know, it's uh, for you know, um, like uh, what I did Friday morning. Uh, and I just did this randomly. I, I didn't. Maybe I'll make a thing of it uh, every like month or every couple months or something. Mm-hmm. But um, Friday morning, I just went on Twitter and did randomly did Morning Jones trivia. Yes. And uh, people that are fans of the talk of the you know the show The Morning Jones, mm-hmm. they know what I'm talking about. You know, they I ask questions. You know, like who was the guy that Mike in Chicago accused of knocking him out in that dice game? Ha ha! That's right, Will Wall Street Strictly. Yes. And so you know, I was like first person to three gets, you know, I'll get, you win, you know, and I didn't know what I was going to give him at the time, I figured I'd give him a Bob beat him down shirt, mm-hmm. or something like that, from Bo, and uh, the person that won was CJ Starchild, and he already had a beat him down shirt, so I gave him a free, the blackout tips, uh, uh, glass, drinking glass, Cool. I'm going to mail it to him when it gets here, so, um, you know, and I was thinking, you know, like, the fact that we have funds from fans is what enables us to do that shit. Yes, it does. You know what I mean? It's it's the fact that they're donating that we can be like, yo, why don't I spend this money from a fan to give back to people that are fucking fans? Like that's what we do with y'all money, guys. We we, we stuff we like give that. Stuff back to you guys. So you know. Anyway, I just want to throw that out there. Um, first of all, let me give the props to the donators, Damien. With the recurring donation. Yes, sir. My favorite kind of donation. Because it's like a bill. You know it's coming. I can depend on this money. Thank you, Damien. Thank you. I appreciate that shit. Reggie. R to the edgy. Yes. He got a recurring donation going and shit. Thank you, Nick Reggie. Nick shirt. Thank you, Reggie. Yes. Appreciate it, man. You'll forever be my nigga. <laughs> my man, Terrence, who I see all the time on uh, the Fill in the Lanes page. Yes. On uh, Facebook. Thank you very much for the donation. Thank you. Um, for real, it's appreciated, man. Keep supporting those black podcasts out there, man. Not even black. Support good podcasts, man. You know, it's, I understand that, you know, black podcasts, we do have a different type of plight than most others when it comes to getting into this game. But, mm-hmm. you know, support good material and the shit will come back to you, man. Yes, it will. Um, and Mr. Span with the recurring donation. Thank you, Mr. For way downtown, bang. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. Fan. Detroit Rock City up in this bitch. Um, and if you can now look, if Mr. Span can donate in Detroit, and I've seen that, I've been to Detroit. Okay, there's not much money coming in or going out of that place. <laughs> if he can do it, why haven't you? Put it that way. Um, praise Tebo. Let's go ahead and get into <laughs> some podcasting. Oh, before we get into Oh, okay. Well, shit, then hand me yours. I'm going to leave. I'll be back. No, where you going? I'm just joking. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Before, before, <laughs> I'm running them off. Before you start, man, I feel so good this morning because why did I go to sleep last night like I got hit by a mattress? When Roger, it was hilarious. When Roger came in to wake me up, the room was spinning. I didn't know what was going on. I had two fortune cookies in the bed with me, and I wasn't even drinking. <laughs> the room was spinning. You yeah. all right? Yes. 
Well, you know, I've been known to do that to a lady a time or two. You know what I'm saying, fellas? Up top. Sometimes you got to lay them down like a murder scene. Just bam. Yeah, my leg was hanging off the bed. I know what was happening. Yeah, you just give it to him good, man. You just walk out. And you just be like, yeah, it's because you've been fucking with the best. Been fucking with the ace. He was talking to me and all I heard was wah, 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 wah. I was like, huh, huh, what is you talking about? Can I go back to sleep, please, sir? Yep, y'all fellas, man, just get your stamina up. Do that about once every uh, couple uh, months. Uh, You're always having your hands. You just leave a drooling like a like a victim, like a coma victim. <laughs> Put it in sex coma. And you just come back later. You just act like it's normal, but when you walk around the corner, you just, then you can release your pain. Like, ouch! Ah! <laughs> My calf, me. my calf is cramming up. I'm crying. <laughs> but, um, alright, man. So, what do you want? Oh, also, you were on some podcasts. Can you talk about what you, what podcast you were on this yes, week? Yes, I've been getting down. I was on Where's My 40 Acres with Phenom Black, Miss Music Love, Asylum X Media, and Fish Sticks Twan, who I hopefully will be getting a Twitter account soon. And I had a blast with them. I was also on Beating the Block with Cyber Soldier and his wife, and we had a, a great time with them. And also, me and Roderick is doing Insanity Report Sunday. At 11 a.m.? Yep, live. And that show is live, so we'll tweet out links uh, tomorrow morning for people that want to listen to uh, us rant about Republicans and dumbass uh, super-duper liberals that hate Barack Obama. Yep, we do it well. Um, <laughs> so what do you want to do first? Of course, we have emails, iTunes reviews, uh, Facebook comments. Let's do the iTunes reviews. All right. Let's all go back over to iTunes. Yes, sir. Um, and we'll start here with a great podcast, Never a Dull Moment. How many stars, Karen? Five. And why am I reading this, Karen? Because that's all we read, nigga. We only read five-star reviews. That's it. If you want to send us a nuanced, you know, thoughtful review that tells us why we can improve and it, you can only give us three stars right now, but maybe one day we'll earn that approval to get the five. I'm not reading that no, shit. No, we don't give a damn. We give a fuck about your nuanced opinions unless they come with a five-star review. Yes. That's right. Then I read anything. You and can, then we care. You can tell me this shit is terrible. I'll be like, oh, you know what? He's right. But thank you for my five stars and move the fuck on. That's right. Um, so Sean K sends this one in, and uh, he's on Twitter. He's at Haterade Shower, in uh, <laughs> L Twitter. Um, <laughs> and he says this is one of the best podcasts in the history of Potterdom. <laughs> I didn't know that Potterdom is a word, but I understand where you're coming from, brother. Yes, sir. It's crazy that you can get this type of entertainment for free. It's basically the South version of Seinfeld. You know. A show about nothing that's absolutely hilarious. No topic is off limits. And between Ron and Karen, the great guests that are always on, you're guaranteed to get an insightful and different perspective. If you're looking for a dull, comedy-free podcast with boring hosts and classical music, this probably isn't for you. No, it ain't. But if you're looking for the complete opposite of that, check out the Blackout Tips. Keep it up, guys. Great pod. Haterade Shower. Thank you. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. For real. Yes, we do. Mike LB. So maybe he's a linebacker. <laughs> he is right now. He says, King and the King and Queen of Podcasting. Rod and Karen are a must listen. This podcast is the best podcast out there, hands down. They bring random thoughts, odd news stories, and of course, sword ratchetness. Yes, sir. 
we brainstorm ratchetness, but we don't participate in no, it. No, we don't participate in it. We're going to stop we, it. We informing y'all. We keep y'all educated on what these fools out here doing yeah, with their you see a person with a sword, you go the other way. Quickly. Um, their ratchetness keeps you laughing throughout the show. Keep up the good work and try not to go on vacation too much because you know what will happen. The crime. Rod and Carrie. Well, a lot of people were, were committing crimes during that week, wouldn't they? This evil we call crime. You know what's funny, man? We took that break and we came back. I think we had fallen down at, at, out of the, the rankings for comedy podcasts. You know, not too far, but you know, probably maybe top ten or so, mm-hmm. or whatever. We have been number one for like a fucking week straight since then. Yep. Like, that is so fucking... I love our fans, man. I love y'all, too. Seriously. Thank you, guys. I want to have drinks with all y'all. I wish I could. Yeah. Except, maybe not... I don't know. Some of y'all... Maybe, I don't know about Gabrielle. Yeah, um, we, I don't, sometimes I don't she know get a little crazy. Yeah, she might start crying. I don't yeah. want to bring the alcohol in her out of anybody. Other, but most of y'all, yeah, mo- the rest of y'all, Gabrielle, can we can on. have brunch. You know, no drinks. Yeah, I do brunch. We, we can do mimosas brunch. with her because that want, got orange juice in it. I don't want her getting drunk, but we can kick it. You know yeah, what I'm yes, saying? Yes, yes, we can. Um, and Marshall, we can hang out too, man. But you can't be joking and being violent and stuff. We gotta keep it. Gotta keep, keep it light. Minimal. Yeah. Kind of, kind of strong. I heard yeah. about your brother. Yeah, can't be scared of white folks. Um, all right. So Tyrell seven one three says, "Fine then!" <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation mark. Is five he angry? Um, so I have been trying for weeks to make my five star review the lyrics to Woo Revolution, Mandela. No, you sing. No, you know. Mandela. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Did do he, it right. He put Mandela. Did he put Martin Luther King? I don't even know if they say Martin Luther King in that song. <laughs> Martin Luther King. Yeah. But no matter how much editing I do, the good folk of Apple ain't letting it walk. Uh-oh. It's just, it's just too real, son. <laughs> Apple like, oh, hell no. We can let you do anything else. You ain't putting them lyrics out here. Yeah, it's like, is that Papa Woo parody? No. Right there. You can't put Papa Woo parody on iTunes reviews. Mm-hmm. We've seen that before, son. No, thank you. No 5% of ratchetness on our shit. <laughs> so how about I tell you a couple of tales about the Ratchet Tail News Station. You remember somebody dropped a dime on these fools? Yes. <laughs> there was a news station. Yes. There was a news station where uh, it was so fucking random. We Someone sent us a clip of a story about a guy who broke into the porn. a porn shop to steal like a... Two hundred or five hundred dollar toy, and it was like a half of a body. Yeah, yes. it's like a half of a torso that you fuck. Yes, and um, the news station did this like review, did, you know, did like this uh, news report on it. And at the end, they came back to this black dude, and he looks at the camera, he's like, "Somebody drop a dime on this fool!" And <laughs> out of nowhere, out of nowhere, <laughs> I was like, "God damn, that's the gangsterest news station of all time." So, um. He says, uh, well, that is my local CBS affiliate. Man, Uh-oh. you lucky, dog. I would, I don't watch I would the news. I record that just for the hell of it. Yeah, I don't watch the news. I would watch the news if they was my local affiliate, dog. <laughs> I'm like, yo, he gonna say some gangster shit right now, man. Um, <laughs> and if you thought that cat was bad, reporter Harry Boomer, there is, uh, there is, wait, reporter Harry Boomer? That's his name? What a name. There is more. One reporter, Sharon Reed, came at, uh, came at to 19 after getting fired from a station in Philly for fighting and threatening a fellow anchor. Oh. Damn, y'all just collecting, this is like the ratchet ball wives of fucking news. <laughs> just collect, <laughs> collecting the trash of others like, oh, you Tammy from Real World? Yeah, come, come on. on. 
she asked old girl if she had ever been in a street fight and her dumb self did it over email. She also once did a piece for the news where she got butt naked on the news. <gasps> they edited it out and shot it classy, but come on. Thing is, she's not only the only naked reporter they have at the station. Damn! Another reporter, Catherine Bosley, got fired from her original job for getting caught participating in a wet t-shirt contest. The video is on the web. Thing is, I bump, I bump into her pretty regularly at the grocery store, and every time I see her, I just want to walk up to her and say, I have seen you naked. Ah, ah. Thus far, I have resisted the temptation. Good for you, man. Because I, I do That's the same very thing. Hard to do. Whenever yes. I see a stripper out of the store, because you know strippers, you can tell them they they always really pretty and they wear uh, jogging pants everywhere. Because you know they get tired of being uncovered at work. You, I want to walk up to them and be like, I've seen you naked, and walk away and don't even say nothing else. As for Harry Boomer, <laughs> honestly, one of the most upstanding black journalists we have in town. I always like to picture him in college with some frat. And they are just yelling, Boomer, 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 while he does shots. <laughs> As for the podcast, it is quite literally my favorite show. I save it for last and then savor the shows. I love when y'all do guest drops because I feel like I get even more comedy or wisdom or just general outlook on the subjects at hand. I have discovered so much music and anime and other podcasts and Twitter personalities via this show. And it is truly something amazing. Keep the great work to all I want. Yo, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Taylor. We do, sweetheart. Uh, and Andre says, best show of ratchetness ever. Three, no, two exclamation marks. I'm about to say, you about to say three stars. Why was you reading no, this? No, 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 I didn't say stars. Okay. Not five stars, Karen. Yes, sir. You can tell because I'm reading it. I love the show. We definitely need to get rid of sword ratchetness. And what's with these soccer moms looking for 14-year-old kids? Ah, ah. I'm 25 and she doesn't need the liquor or the video from me. But no, no orgies with other dudes, though. Keep up the great work. I'll continue watching and maybe make a donation or two. Thank you. Yes, sir. Somebody Thank on you. Twitter was like, uh, they was like, I like the show, but I ain't donating yet. Ha, 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 LOL. I was like, don't joke like that. It's a terrible <laughs> fucking joke. This is like, what would you do? Go into Goodwill and be like, ha, ha, fuck the homeless. Anyway, I'm out. Like, why would, you, why would you do that, man? No joke with me about not giving me money. There's nothing, there nothing funny about that shit. Um, so what do you want to do next? We got uh, Potomatic comments. We got, yeah, let's do the Potomatic in the Facebook. All right. Let's start with the Potomatic comments. Um, all right. So the last episode we had, we did, we had the Thug Friends on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> episode 214, Hot Beef Injections with the Thug Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, we had some sound issues, and we'll talk about that in a second. We will. Um, and this this one dude, Jack Murray, 6698223, don't know why he his name is that. Me either. Uh, he, says, he definitely don't want to be found. He said, could the audio be any shittier? Question mark. Um, it could have been shittier. That is, you know, I heard you, shittier. If you would like a literal answer. Then he said, I have, be, I have to be missing it somewhere. How do I download the entire podcast? So that kind of lets you know what his brain is working with, because uh, you know there's download links on uh, on the show. Everything. You can download from Potomatic. Yeah, it's like he went on like to post went, his comments. He made it to Potomatic and couldn't figure out how to download the show, or at that part at the beginning where we tell people how to download the show and shit like that. Yeah, like, just like fuck that, son. And I'm um, too lazy for Stitcher. And then, uh, and, and I'm going to talk about this because. Okay, we got a few, more than a few comments about this audio quality of the show mm-hmm. last time out because 
uh, Twiggy was on her phone, and uh, she like, and it was weird because like we did the entire warm up and the and the conversation before and we had this, no problem, no issues. Everybody was standing still and all this, and it was like as soon as we started the show, Twiggy hopped in her car and was like driving around and going to the store, and so we had to deal with that on the fly because you know I thought well maybe this is something that's gonna end pretty quickly. Yes. You know, that was my hope, was like, maybe, I don't know, she's just driving back home, and something like that. Yeah. 10, 15 minutes, she'll be off the phone. Yeah, because and, uh, we've done, for you guys who've listened for a while, we've done a lot of interviews on the telephone. We actually did the one with Mike in Chicago, he was actually on the telephone. He was in his it. car. Yes. You know, uh, and that, I mean, that's just one of the hazards of doing the show with guests. Uh, but here's the thing, um, people are saying, like, well, she, some people, she just, that was mad disrespectful, she disrespected your show. Um, you know, that, and, and I, I mean, honestly, I don't feel disrespected to be Me honest. either. No, um, and we asked them to be on our show. That, yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's like, they didn't ask to be on our show, and I know our fans, our show is the shit to our fans, but you know, there's plenty of people that don't even fucking know about the show, or they just don't know how good it is, how important it is, how, how, how much we're getting exposure out here. They don't understand how big it could be for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if they don't treat it seriously, that's more a bad look on them. Because for us, you have 213 other episodes that you can go back and see Listen to. that we put out quality product all the fucking time. Yes, we do. Um, and I never thought that, well, this will be perceived as blank. You Me know? either. Um, second of all, I'm not mad at Twiggy. I, I'm not disappointed with her. I'm okay with it. Um, I Do I wish she would have you know, been able to sit down or whatever? That's Yes, I do. But at the same time, I wanted them to be on the show because I'm fucking fans of them. Yes. You know, I was excited I, to have them on. I feel like uh, where, where you guys may feel like we did them the favor, I feel like they did us the favor because I've been trying to track them down for oh, a couple wow. of months now. Like, it's yes. not, um, that wasn't a, hey, you guys want to be on the show type. It, that was literally like, man, I would love for y'all to be on the show. And um, I'm disappointed that it went down like that where the audio got that bad, um, to be honest. And I do feel like. I let people down to some extent because, you know, fans are saying, like, hey, you know, what's wrong with this audio? I can't, it's hard, it's hard to listen to. I can't listen to it. Um, and, you know, that's not what I want. And I've, I've actually sat down and listened to the whole episode myself. Um, and, I mean, I made it through, um, and it was, some parts were very annoying and whatnot. And I can understand if uh, that turns somebody off. They don't want to listen to the show anymore. They don't, you know, whatever. Um... So, I've decided, um, and partially I put uh, blame on me, because when I've sent out emails and stuff to our people that are going to be on the show, because, you know, I send them an email like, hey, this is what the show is, this is how long it takes, this is what time you're on, this is, uh, this is how it'll be edited, this, yeah. you know, I've sent them all that. Um, I'm, I need to put in there, uh, and I never thought of it before, but obviously I'm going to have to put something in, like, hey, if the quality of this is bad, there's a possibility we'll have to end this part with you and we'll just have to do a show by ourselves yes um because i don't want to put out inferior quality product Mm -hmm. um the other thing is uh you know like it's like a couple people brought it up to me on twitter and i'm like well how do you want me to handle it you know first of all hitting it up on twitter you know that's like that's kind of a bad look too because i don't want to see our fans bad mapping our guests but what can I do? If that's what y'all want to say, that's what y'all want to say. I'll never tell you how to tweet, you know, if you want to, but if you feel like that's a bad look for her to come on the show and for the sound quality to be bad, and, and I don't think that was her intentions or anything like that. No. I don't think she was big time. No. I think she just had shit to do, but she had promised to do this fucking interview. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and I appreciate and I, her yeah, for it, fucking 
Like what y'all are. It wasn't. It wasn't. I don't. I. I don't think people understand. It wasn't intentionally, and it wasn't done on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like she was like, you know, I'm gonna go on here and just have this happen. None. Of, no. It wasn't well, I feel like that. where they look at it, and it's and you know, it's our perspective. That's true. Where they look at it as, man, she couldn't have sat her ass down for two hours. I look at it like, yo, she had shit to do, and she still fucked with this show. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I look at it like a many, many, many people would have just been like, man, I'm not killing my phone over these niggas. I got to go to the store. I don't have time to do this shit. I don't know what niggas is talking about. Fuck these niggas. Find another. And I wanted, and I told niggas I wanted both of them on. Yes. So it was really important to get both of them on, man. You know, like I said, I do feel like I disappointed people. I feel like yes. you let them down. And, and we may even try to have them back on again just so to kind of make it up. Yeah, but um, I, I will say this, though. Um, in the future, uh, what I'm considering is, uh, and I'll put, put it up to a poll. I'll yeah, let the fans the I'll let fans vote on this. But what I'm considering, seriously, is just being like, if the quality is bad, if the guest interview doesn't go right, whatever, um, like maybe it's Skype, maybe it's whatever, fuck it, no show. Yep. Yeah, and that's, just, we that's, just don't release the show the next day. Um, y'all don't get a show, uh, not as a punishment, but out of, you know, I mean, people are saying that, you know, they, they, they have a hard time listening, they don't appreciate it. Um, I would rather not have a show to have people feeling like they got gypped on the show. Yeah. Even though the show is free, even though you're not paying for it, there's a certain quality that I would like to attach my name to, Karen wants to attach her name to. I would like for our, more importantly, I want our guests to shine. I want them to feel like... This show worked out well for me, and in the future, I'm gonna have to start ending shows and maybe even trying to just do a show about with me and Ken if I can catch it early enough. Yep. Or possibly just no show. Just, you know, uh, that day a show doesn't come out because I don't wanna attach anybody's name to something that's not high quality. Yeah, so then on that, you know, me and Roger listen to a lot, a lot of podcasts, and that's kind of when I pet peeves too. You don't want to listen to something that's like hurting your ears or it's hard to listen to or you're straining to hear. And we don't want to be associated with that at all. And for those of you who uh, talk about a podcast, one of the biggest praises is that it is good quality. And we want to continue giving you guys good quality product. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's quite possible that, you know, we and the thing is in the past we did one with uh, Chick Fingers. Mm-hmm. And that came out pretty good, even though, like, people were, she was fucking catching the bus, buying shit. Ah, yes, she was. Buying shit from street vendors and shit. And everybody thought it was hilarious at the time, but this time people were like, fuck that, this is whack. Um, now, if you if you want a helpful hint on how to listen to it, and I don't know, maybe it's too late to help you, but I just imagine her at the beginning getting kidnapped and dragged into a car. Uh-huh. And then she was thrown in the trunk for about 50 minutes. And then somehow she managed to escape and overpower her kidnappers and get back to her house and, and hang out with us for like 20 more minutes. And then her phone died. That's how I imagine the episode. <laughs> and I'm not joking. That is exact. I was like, yeah, see that part right there? That's her getting dragged into the car. You know? But um, I don't know, man. I was just happy they were able to do it. Cause Me I, too. I'm such big fans of them. But yes, I'm, I am disappointed no in the quality. There's no for us towards them at all. No, I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not. I'm not mad at them, but I understand that some fans are upset about it, and I can't tell them not to be upset. That's that's on them, you know. But I'm just telling you our point of view. Yes. Because at that point in time, you gotta remember this shit is on the fly. This is live. At that point in time, it's either uh, an abrupt tweet. You gotta get the fuck out the phone. No interview with you. We just gonna talk to Nick. 
Yeah. Which is awkward as shit. Yes, it is. <laughs> or, or it's, uh, you know, no, no, no show. We finish the show, and then we go, this isn't the good enough quality. Yeah. Um, I know you guys have been anticipating the third friends being on the fucking show for a couple months like I have. I know you guys have been tweeting it and looking forward to it, but hey, the quality wasn't good enough, so no show. And either one of those things is not what I would like to do, but I would do it for the fans. Yes, I would too. Either. So I will put it to a will the poll yeah. this show. Yeah. Make yeah. sure you fucking vote in the poll Please if you can. Because this vote, I mean, not yeah, it matters. Yeah, this, this will one, change yeah. the show from this point on. Yes, it will. It will if, determine what, what we do. And if something is low quality, we will stop it. Yep. If you guys want us to stop it, that's dead serious. serious. Yes, you know, so I don't give will. a fuck who the interview. It could be like, hey, we finally got um. Kanye West on the show, I will fucking stop it and be like, no, Kanye, you, you're fucking, you're hopping on your cell phone in the middle of a storm, you know, you can't, <laughs> uh, uh, you know what I mean, I'll, yes, I'll I do it. Yes, I hear the tornado wrestling around you, sir. I will do it, man. Um, Alright, so the Facebook comments. Yes, sir. Of course, we had the Kevin Bacon theory, been getting comments on that, or or, or on the theory of ratchetivity, um, which was proposed by Mudslinger. Yes, sir. Um, we and I did uh, put up a video of Serena Williams making it twerk. Yes, she was. But she took that shit down. She put copyright on that shit. So oh, it was definitely her. But she took it off YouTube. Um, of course, we did an episode with uh, the Consumption Junction. Yes, where we talked about um, the racial draft. We had a blast. If you hadn't checked that one out, guys, please check it out. Yes, thank you very much. Um, I put up a picture of a dude that. Had a haircut with a picture of a dude in the back of his head. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also posted a, a, blog, a, a blog post from Jamie Lynn o- O'Dell, um, who uh, was, she, it was this great post about girl gamers and how they're being chastised online, and I just thought it was an excellent read, man. I was really impressed with her. Um, you guys should check that out on the, on the Facebook page. Um, and then, of course, uh, we, we had the Third Friends episode, and we started getting comments there. Leonard writes in, man, this episode is hard to listen to. Twiggy's phone is ratchet. Between her driving, being at the store, and then the constant buzzing during the article section, it is hard work listening to this one. She and her homeboy seem cool as hell, though. I watched the Titties and Carrot Cake video, too. Funny stuff, but damn, Twig, next time you come on the show, don't be as busy. LOL. Anyway, keep doing your thing, guys. Blackout Tips and Thug Friends are all good with me. And Walter, Crow- uh, Walter Crawford says, That's why I like this show. It's off the cuff like hell. Any other show would be like hell no. Um, and Linda says, Yep, if it was any other show, I would have stopped listening, but since it's Ryder Can, it's all good. Um, and I told him, like, hey, we'll discuss this tomorrow, and I'm yeah. sorry for letting people down. And Walter said it wasn't a letdown for me. I liked the Thug Friends interview. Twiggy was choppy, but this isn't MSNBC. As a free podcast, uh, a free podcast is allowed to be whatever it is. If she was choppy, so what? I learned a lot, and I wished them the best in their endeavors. Um, now, for me, I don't really believe that just because it's free, I will put out just anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like the standard is lower for us for being free because there's some free podcasts that are very professional and better than us. Yes. Um, so better equipment, better studio, better, you know, mic, all that shit. Um, and to some extent, better host sometimes, you know. Uh, so I don't, I feel like we're in competition with everybody. Yes. So I don't want to be like, well, my shit's free, so fucking you get what you get. Because that wasn't, 
Like when I sent it out, I was proud of the show because I had such a good time. We didn't. Now, have a I blast. wasn't. I didn't send it out like, yeah, I guess it's good enough. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and then Leonard says no disappointment at all. It was a little rough at times, but it's still a good show. But they were good guests, and I think you should have them back on at some point. And you know, I will email them and see if we can get them back on at some point. And yes. I'll, I'll put it. I'm gonna start adding to our emails to fan, to guests. Hey, you gotta be sitting down. We gotta get a good Skype connection. Yeah. If the shit is fucked up, we quite possibly we have to just reschedule it and yeah, not do it that night. We'll let people know that up front. Cause um, we deal with a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you know I don't want people to be exposed to no. scheduling and uh, you know people making it, not making it. Um, people uh, uh, you know blowing us off at the last minute. People changing plans. Um, yep. There's a lot of moving parts to get a guest on the show. We could just as easily do a live show, just me and you and mm-hmm. the people who can physically make it to the studio every day, uh, and we would be fine. But I wouldn't get to talk to people that I really want to talk to, and I don't think that uh, fans would get a chance to be interactive and be part of the show. We wouldn't be able to have Ty Diamond on or Shirley Wong on if we just put it to that limitation. That's right. So, um, you yeah. know. And hopefully we get both of them back on. Yeah, I will try my, I, I, I promise you guys, I will try my best to get them both back on. And uh, we'll do it. We'll do another show with them, man. And uh, this time, you know, we'll see if we can get Twig to sit down. Yeah, we hopefully get, she won't get kidnapped. Yeah, we get Shirley Wong to come back to her first podcast, lover. Mm-hmm. You are so gentle, bro. Very gentle. Um. All right. So let's see. We did the the Facebook comments, um, iTunes reviews. We got emails, and then we also have uh, you know, the blog, the show, the the actual web page and the comments and the polls. Yes. Which one would you prefer? Let's do the web page since we own it. Okay. All right. So we got to go back uh, to the theory of ratchetivity, which is the uh, the one where uh, we talked about um, a feedback episode just for all the fans. And one of the topics we discussed was Reggie Bush versus Darren Sproles. And, uh, you know, who's, who's the more worthwhile uh, guy, when you consider their contract and their production on the field, mm-hmm. I think it's Darren Sproles all fucking day. But some people think it's Reggie Bush, um, and so you know, a couple people argue with me on Twitter about it. So I put it to a, to a poll. Sixty-seven percent of people, more than half, baby, say it's Darren Sproles. Twenty-nine percent of people say it's Reggie Bush. Five percent of people don't watch football, so they're either not men or. <laughs> people I can't respect. I don't know. Um, Justin says, it ain't even close. Darren Sproul. Yes, and that's really all that needs to fucking be said, to be honest. Go overpay Reggie Bush to be hurt if you want to. But, but nah, it's, it, it's not even close, man. It's, it's all it's all Darren Sproul's for the amount of money he's making in the production he's on the field. And then Marshall left a comment. Remember, Marshall called last week and told us about his client... Yes. Who is a prostitute and doesn't work Fridays because she needs to go to Green Bay to prostitute to sell that pussy. Ah! He says, update on my client's weekly trips to Green Bay. She said that the business was slow and she sighed like Gabby. The worst part is that she had to break up a fight between her sister and a John. Well, damn, my sister go with her? I asked her if her sister was working too and she said no, but I didn't try to get into how her sister got into a fight with one of her customers. Ha ha! She then went with, God knows I can't do this anymore, and all that noise again. I asked her why she keeps taking the bus all the way up there for that, and she let me know that her friend takes her up there, 
and then her friend goes back up there and picks her up the next day. You mean her pimp? I know how friends work, but I don't know how many that take two to four hour round trips every week leaving Milwaukee for Green Bay. She made it known that her friend comes back to Milwaukee after dropping her off because her friend has to go to work those nights. Then after the meeting, she was in a hurry to leave because her friend was about to pick her up to give her a ride early, a day early. Man, it's hard out there for a trick. <laughs> yes, it is. Damn, dog. You put, I sound like a pimp. Yeah, that's what I, yes. Was his name Good Game? What was a, was yes. Spanish <laughs> Fly, what's going on here? Fred, I came to pick up in a Cadillac. He's like, come here, bitch. <laughs> started cuffing his hands. Did you get the check from Marshall or not? <laughs> His title blue suit. I'm sending you up there a day early. The economy's fucked up. <laughs> um, so of course, uh, our other show that we did was the Kevin Baker Theory, episode 213. Yes, sir. Uh, we talked to the crew from Where's My 40 Acres. Yeah. And Phenom's Black Mike was all fucked up, and he was sound. He was whispering. <laughs> like he was. And fading away. Was like, where are you going? But, um... So where's my 48? Because where's Phenom Black? Yeah. Where's your mic? <laughs> but he got it fixed now. But yeah, something was wrong with his mic. Though. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, uh... And I couldn't tell during the show. Because, you know, no. we have headphones on. So he sounded fine. fine to us. But yeah. then when I went to edit that shit, I was like, is Brandon whispering? Because, <laughs> for real, y'all, when we heard it, it sounded straight through our headphones. Yeah. Um... So, alright, uh, I basically asked the question because somebody on Google Plus said, when I said I was listening to Childish Gambino, called him overhyped and all this stuff. And I was like, I don't see how he can be overhyped. He hasn't really done shit yet. Like, how you overhyped, unless you consider him completely whack, how you overhyped without a record deal, without yes, selling. without promotions. Yeah. You like. You have one video. And, like, yes, and it's on YouTube. And you traveling around the country selling out shit. And don't nobody. You know, you, as far as the mainstream is, people don't even know who you are. Yeah. Go out into a crowd and start asking people about Childish Gambino if he's overhyped. Um, so I, I said, is Childish Gambino overhyped? Yes. It's just too much. 12% of people say. What is wrong with you people? Yeah, well, you know, we always had that one fringe group of crazy motherfuckers on the that voting shit. Um, 42% of people said, no, his hype is about right. And then 46% of people said, overhype, he's underrated. Yes, because most people don't even know who he is. You went on Twitter, quote lyrics, and most people didn't know what the hell you was quoting. He's more famous at as a comedian, writer, and yeah. actor than he is as a rapper. rapper. And he's probably... Better at rapping than the other shit, but whatever. Um, and not that it's not that he's gifted in all of it, but I'm just saying the rapper shit is sick. Uh, Tatum says I really enjoy Childish Gambino's music. He is clearly he clearly has talent. I first heard his album when he freestyled on Jimmy Fallon, and it piqued my interest. I look forward to hearing more of his music, and I hope it, this tour, I hope his tour comes to Cleveland. I hope it comes to Charlotte. I would love to see him. Terrell says, I have heard this dude on all of two podcasts, yours and the Jay Pitts show. Shout out to Jay Pitts. And not once on the radio. He is the very definition of underrated. Of course, you know how we underground heads are. We kind of like that people whose work, we kind of like that the people whose work we appreciate gets to be held close to the chest and shared only among ourselves for a bit so we can all feel a bit smug and ahead of the curve. That's true. Yeah. A lot of underground fans, and that's one of the problems with trying to make it from underground to mainstream for a lot of these artists, is you're going to lose a core of your fans because they only liked you because you didn't make it. 
Yes, and they will love you forever because you didn't make it. You know, it's, it's like how some people love a college athlete, and the second that dude goes pro, they're like, fuck that dude, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Trojan Scooter says, I think Childish Gambino is very talented. He consistently makes good music. The thing, is, the thing is, I hate it when folks try to convince others that not liking his music is wrong or something. And I agree. I, I think yeah. that... Um, and, but I would put that up for any artist. Name me an artist where their fans don't go ham when you say you don't like that dude. I mean, I've had people do that with, like, Lil Wayne and shit. Like, I know they're doing yeah. it. And so, he can't rap. Yeah, and the un- more underground, the more lesser known the artist, I think the harder people try to push for him. Yes, no matter how whack they which I, is. Yeah, which I try not to do. I try not. To, I try to let somebody's talent... Speak for it. Speak for how much I like them. Like, I like to be like, man, have you heard this Section 80? Have you heard this shit? Have you heard this shit? Like, I don't like to be like, well, just because you haven't heard of this dude, I have to put you on. Like, that's different to me. Yeah, and that's some asshole moves. Just enjoy your music. Yeah, I understand and acknowledge that people like to root for the underdog, but honestly, how big of an underdog is he? He's a cast member of a popular network sitcom, a comedian, and wrote for The Daily Show and 30 Rock. Well... Are any of those things rap? Okay, no. so that's how much of an underdog he is. We're not talking about his life. We're talking about rapping. Um, to, by by contrast, let me put it this way: How many people from The Daily Show, who are comedians and an actor for a network sitcom, are also good rappers and popular? None. Right. So that would make none of those things have anything to do with him as a rapper, obviously. Um. But, but I, I mean, but I feel you. I do think that people fucking, you know, they push shit too hard. You gotta, like, I, I love Childish Gambino, I'm, but I'm just being me. I'm not running around being like, why the fuck ain't you up on Childish Gambino, nigga? What's the, what is this bullshit you listening to? Oh, oh, you listening to some old Tri Call Quest? I'll break your CD, nigga. Throw this Childish Gambino in. Like, nah, I, this is what I like. And then the show is about me and Karen. And my Twitter account is about me and... Like I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not going into other people's accounts and being like Trojan Scooter, what you doing? Why you ain't listening to Childish Gambino? You know what I'm saying? I'm. This is just how much I love the motherfucker. I can't help it. Yes, sir. Um, I feel like you know my click should be canceled. Freaks and geeks. Skywalker's ah. Skywalker's view says I think Childish Gambino is underrated and underrated in terms of his hype as a rapper. Maybe it's because he has so many other jobs and titles that he can't market and push himself like other rappers can. Then again, I find it hilarious that he's so good at something he's doing mainly in his free time when he's not on community or writing scripts and bits for a stand-up. Yes. Yeah, I agree, man. I, me too. I mean, I, 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 I feel like a lot of these people waking up with sore backs and shit because they sleeping on the hardest nigga in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and Max G says, if Gambino was a woman, he would be a big titty woman. Because everybody, ha, ha. everybody loves a big titty woman, smiley face. Yes, they do. So he's not overhyped, but not underrated. Yeah, and I say he's probably. I put it like this: talent-wise, he's probably underrated because he's so much more talented than many people above him. But yes, but that's the game. So I, I mean, I feel like his hype is about right. It's about right, like. He's known in a section of black culture where people are, you know, a little bit smarter, a little bit more internet savvy and shit like that. Yes, and he's very, very popular in a lot of white culture. Like, like right. when he goes out and travels, it's, and I've talked to people, and Brandon and, and some other folks, and um, talked to them, and they've been saying that, 
you don't really see a lot of us at that show. There might not have been Brandon specifically, but I was on talking to the dudes who went to my 40 Acres. And, you know, it's amazing how uh, a lot of black people don't, either don't know about them, haven't never heard of them. So where is this overhypeness? Yeah, um, maybe they're saying because white people like it. Because you know how some people feel like, well, once white people like something, it's no longer cool, it's overrated, it's lame. Just because white people like it, but which is a stupid ass philosophy. Yeah, it's kind of funny though, cause it's like, well, black white people like a lot of like black music and shit. And black people like <laughs> white music. I right. love Lady like, Gaga. Come on, like is Common and Talil Kweli and Most Def like are they whack? Cause I mean they kind of cater to that. Mm-hmm. That circuit, and they always have. But yes. anyway, Marshall left a comment on this episode. Remember, this is the episode about the Kevin Bacon theory, and he says, "Man, y'all think Kevin Bacon is, Bacon is an evil ass bastard? If Kevin Bacon has just been playing himself, why would people keep hiring his ass for movies? <laughs> because bacon goes with everything, and it's delicious fried. It's bacon, Marshall. I thought I explained this." He would have to be the most insufferable actor of all time. You couldn't trust his ass. He's a bigger bigot than Mel Gibson. And he's always trying to get in bed with the finest girl around the set every day, even if she's with the director. I want to hold on to him being the guy from Quicksilver, though. I mean, who can do tricks on the Schwinn. But you have a point. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, where are the other Bacons? There's Sir Francis Bacon. Ah, and then there's fucking Kevin it. Bacon. I really believe no, no. Sir Francis Bacon is Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. The only other Bacon's I know is the BLT. Yeah, he kind of got that look on his face like he's a little Cro Magnon, like he might be one of them old school European cats. You know, I don't know, man. Uh, and then of course the last episode was two fourteen hot beef injections with the thug friends, mm-hmm. and the poll was because I talked about this. Should nerds still be angry at George Lucas over Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Okay? Because there is this nerd anger yes. that happens every time this motherfucker changes Star Wars. Anything on it. And then these niggas will still go buy the shit, which yes. is fucking crazy Stupid. to me. Why are you complaining? It is crazy. It's like, who buys shit that you fucking hate? So I, I put and it out. look at it and be angry because you bought the shit. Didn't nobody tell you to buy that? I warned all the nerds up front. I said, hey, nerds, there's some slander on this latest podcast if you're one of these type of nerds. Just a warning. I'm, I'm a nerd myself, but I'm just not one of these nerds. Um, and I said, should nerds still be angry at George Lucas over Star Wars? Because it's been years now. It's fucking 30 years. Yes. Like, dude. I was two. So he's, the, the first one is, yes, I'm mad as hell, but I'm still going to buy it. And I'm so proud of everybody that voted in the poll. Me too. Zero percent. I think that's the first we ever got a zero, ain't it? Uh, it's got to be the first time. Yes. Yes. We all at least get one vote in the roll. I guess nerds just knew not to say that shit because I would just rant about it. Um, I'm actually Ah! surprised one of the assholes that listened to the show didn't put yes just to hear me rant about it. But yeah, zero percent. Fuck that, man. If you don't. You're gonna bitch about something constantly. Don't buy it. Don't support it. Just fucking chill. Um, yes, chill. And then, of course, 90% of the vote went to no. You shouldn't be mad. You're grown. Have some sex and chill out. And I'm for that. Yep. You bust that nut, 
hard to be mad at George Lucas. I'm just telling you. For male and female. Oh, I yeah. can't tell you that. It's just something about being there. You're like, okay. No, no, nothing. But I came today. I came today. I think. Today is great. Yoda's eyes blinking. Not, not, as, not as worrisome as they were yesterday. Not as important. Let me go take this now. And the last part of the poll 10% of people voted who is George Lucas, which just makes me feel old. <laughs> Max G left a comment. He said, Star Wars, huh? That's almost old as Rod. Y'all need to get on these star whores. Now it's a party, baby. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Oh, All right. Got tentacles and some shit. I'm confused. Let's do uh, the emails and then we'll open up the phone lines. Okay. We didn't have any voicemails? No voicemails this okay. week. Um, Elijah says, hey, Rod and Karen. Hope this note finds you guys well. I decided to email y'all because I'm waiting on a triple A... Uh, I'm waiting on Triple A and listening to episode 213. I know how that feels. I remember a few podcasts ago, you were talking about the issues you had with one of your cars. Well, today I understand and feel your pain. Thank God my car is under warranty, so I'll I'll only have to pay the $50 deductible as opposed to the $600 you guys had to shell out. Uh, $667. But, (laughs) not that that anyone's counting. No. Um, As opposed to the $600 you had to shell out. I'm sad that I'm having car issues, but glad I have you guys to help me pass the time. I will show how grateful I am by making my first donation to the show. Uh. Thank you. I appreciate it, Elijah. Hey, AAA is the shit. For those of you that don't got it, damn it, you taking the L. Yeah, we had to put Karen's, We had to put Karen's car back, back in, in the, the shop. shop. For the same problem. Apparently, the starter they put in went defective. Yep, and that shit was brand new. I was like, I ain't paying y'all niggas shit. Yeah, so it was free, but we still had to get it towed. Thank God for AAA, man. Because if we didn't have AAA, we had to pay some fucking tow truck driver X amount of dollars to drive the car up the street, man. And then X amount of dollars per mile and all that right. other shit. DH writes in, I have an issue with one particular song. The name of this is, is it just me. Uh, I have an issue with one particular song. My cousin just loves... Cool J's love song, I Need Love. That's my jam. <laughs> Women love LL Cool J. Yes, sir. That's what it says. Ladies love Cool J. She and most of the women I grew up with insisted that damn song is great. Every now, even now, chicks will turn uh, turn it up when it comes on the radio. I say it's corny. Because he ain't singing to your ass. That's why. <laughs> I say it's corny. Corny as hell. The only reason they like it is because LL is doing it. They tried to tell me I'm a hater, even though I think his other stuff was banging back in the day. Well, you lose some cool points for that. But, um, <laughs> I just think the shit is corny, but I just thought of something. What if Biz Marquee had made the same song? That shit would suck. Do you think the exact same lyrics with the exact same music would be so popular? Karen? You know, that raspberry voice, hmm, hmm, I need love. <laughs> Oh, you no, you keep all that other shit. No, <laughs> he made the panties drop. What are you talking about? Yeah, you son? can't. First of all, Biz Marquee is like got. Oh you, baby, you. Yeah, there's no way he can make our music. What I need, no, that's not the same. And it's not the lyrics they they love. It's the entire package, man. It's yes. like saying, could Michael Jackson's song be as good if they were made by Tito Jackson? Like, I know no. I wouldn't like that shit. It that's a terrible argument. And he's not singing to you. So your opinion really don't matter, son. Yeah, LL wasn't talking to your ass. That's something you put on in the car to make that girl think that you believe that shit. Yeah. And then you get some. Yes, that's how you get the coochie wet. Learn, yes. son, learn. Get you some, and then you won't be so mad at George Lucas. Yeah, talk all the shit you want to then. The Kevin Bacon Theory. This is from Sean. 
He says, what's good, Rod and Karen? Since the tragic murder of the Morning Jones, I've been filling my podcast fix with the black guy who tips. It's dope that you guys are intelligent, insightful, witty, and all that shit, but don't front on who you are. Uh, yeah, we don't front. Nope, you get what you get with us. I went to vote on the, is the Childish Gambino overhyped question, but there was no option for, isn't everything overhyped these days? Um, <laughs> but two things from Kevin Bacon Theory Podcast. One, I went to school with a chick named Kelly Bacon. Uh-oh. So they do exist. She was the baddest one in school, and we were all trying to taste that thing. Fried bacon? I think Kelly Bacon just discovered the secret. She, her name ain't she ain't really related to, to Kevin Bacon. She just changed her last name to Bacon. Because ah, everybody yeah. wants to taste that bacon. Is that a different set of bacons? Yeah. Do you think Kevin Bacon is cinnamon cut and, and then, you know, she, 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 she's sticker cut? I think Kevin Bacon has no offspring. As a Highlander, he can't reproduce. Nope. That's part of the deal. And he's going to find Kelly Bacon at some point and cut her fucking head off for daring to use his last name. one? And the second thing, which he labeled B, I've always thought words with friends kind of look ill, but I'm kind of I'm a broke ass college kid. That iPhone type of phone just isn't in the budget. So when I saw my brother playing it on Facebook, I got semi excited and was gonna check it out. Uh, but he's sitting there playing his shit, playing this shit, flipping back and forth between a website that lists all the words you can make after you enter the, your letters in. Oh, using words he can't even pronounce. What the fuck is the point of that? And he's playing games with people where you each make one move a day, like it's Sam Jackson playing chess in French. Ah! Is that normal? Either way, it's completely turned me off the game, and I, I call that shit cheating with friends now. Be easy, Sean in Florida. And he said he's gonna hook us up with a five-star review, too. Hey, man. Hey, hey, Sean. I agree, man. I don't cheat in words with friends because, first of all, why would I spend money to cheat? You were spending fucking money... And then you're fucking wasting your money because you are so fucking arrogant and vain. You gotta fucking cheat because you don't want to lose in a fictional fucking game that doesn't matter in life. You're supposed to be playing this shit to have fun. Yep. I spilled some shit yesterday that I don't even think is a word by accident. I was trying to, like, you know how you can submit your shit to check to see, like, well, is this a word? Is that a word? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I spelled something, it was like something terrible too, like G-E-T-T-O or some shit. Like not, just something that I was like, that's not a word. But it was attached to another word, I wanted to check to see if that first word was acceptable. Mm-hmm. So I randomly put letters up, and then I was like, okay, check to see if the first word is, is acceptable. Like I had a word going down, okay. and one of the letters was in my, my fake word that I made the fuck up. Okay. It accepted it. <laughs> and, and see, to me, to me... That is a moment of personal, like, oh, shit. Like, you can't. Yeah, she's like, I didn't even know that word existed. Right, like, I feel like, oh, my God, that's crazy. I can't believe I just did that. You lose that if you just go to the fucking, some site. Yeah. And they tell you what to put. That's true. I would rather take the L than than win cheating, dog, honestly. And I know niggas be cheating sometimes. Because I remember I was playing this game with this person that I beat multiple times. And I never talk shit when I beat people. I never, because I don't even want to encourage, well, you need to cheat, it's all about winning, you know. Nah. I never talk shit, I don't go on Facebook or Twitter and rant about it or say their name or anything like that. I don't go on the podcast and bring it up, but this motherfucker, I was beating him many, many times in a row. And then the next three words he used were all words he never used before, 
Word I've never heard of before. Yeah, so, so you like know suddenly, some kind of assistance. Yeah, yeah, suddenly your brain created three fresh words that none of us know the meaning of. Nah, I don't. Nah. Three in a row. I was just like, see, man, this is the bullshit, man. Just take the L or stop playing me. I also never asked for rematches. Why? Because fuck it, man. If you don't want to play me, I don't want you to. That's true. And if you feel like I'm only going to play you because I got to cheat, then get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's not fun. I played against one dude, man. He was so fucking smart. He's like, he was beating the shit out of me. He's like, well, you know, I did major in English when I got my match. I'm like, man, what the fuck are you? Why are you playing this? <laughs> it's like Michael Jordan coming to the basketball court in yeah. 1988 and it's a bunch of kids on the playground. He's just like, I got next and then dunking on all the kids. That's not fun. Like, you, sir, are an asshole. <laughs> you should not be playing this game with regular folk. No, go play with your nerdy ass friends. Yeah, you and your nerds need to go find some nerdy ass shit to do and y'all can play against each other in these epic battles. Uh, Anthony Tatum says, uh, thank you. I would just like to say thanks for hours of entertainment you two have given me. It's refreshing that I and others have a podcast that is not only funny, but informative and down to earth. I have said this many times before, but I feel like I'm listening to some old friends talking about everything from baby soft dicks to your thoughts on Childish Gambino. I like the fact that I can relate to most of it, if not all the topics from show to show. With most other podcasts, that wasn't the case. It was enjoyable. But I was unable to relate to what was being said. Not to mention, a show a week is dedicated to the listeners. Thank you, Rod and Karen. I will be donating as soon as I can to help keep things going. Thank you. We appreciate it, Anthony. We do. Thank you. Untraceable says, service and such. That's the title. Rod and Karen, I recently found your show while searching for podcasts to add to my phone. And I've been hooked ever since. A few weeks ago, you had a discussion about your experiences as a waiter and it took me back. I worked as a delivery driver for Pizza Hut while in college. Damn. That's a job. Man, first of all, I remember one time I went to Pizza Hut. Because they were like, we hiring. And I was like, cool, I'm a waiter. I want to be I wanna be that. So I get there. And, you know, I park and I come in. And, uh, you know, I dressed up a little bit. Not a suit and tie, but, you know, I button up and nice and shit. And dude's like, so, uh, see you drove here. Like, yeah, that's my car. It's like... Well, uh, you want to be a driver? I was like, no. Hey, no, no. I work at Papa John's. They like, no. I was no. like, no, this is a sit down and eat pizza. And I was like, I want to work as a waiter inside. He's like, well, you do have a car. We need drivers. I was like, no. I want to work inside. I don't want to be robbed at this fucking local HBCU up the street. Say that again, a shot. I'll be robbed by somebody I know and shit. <laughs> yeah, go to class with you. No. Like, damn, Ron. Why? You know I gave you, I, I helped you study for that test, man. It's fucked I up. I see you in chemistry Tuesday. Take the pizza and the money. I see you, my. I see, I see you Tuesday at nine. Yes. Um, can I get my book back at least? Um. But yeah, yeah, that was fucked up. He pulled the okie doke, man. I, I didn't end up having to not get the job because he, he was that firm about. Well, we don't have any inside jobs. I'm like, nigga, the sign says hiring everybody. He didn't say drivers, nigga. Anyway. So he says, while in college, the drivers and waitresses always had stories to tell about customers and bad tippers. I, re- I quickly learned which areas of town were the worst tippers. Later, I got the bright idea that retail would be a better career for anyone who listens to that works in retail. Listen up. They don't care about you. Run as no, soon as you can. No, they don't give a shit about retail, Out. food industry, any, anything with customer service. I'm sorry to inform you people. They don't give a damn about that Get job. the fuck out if you can, man. Run. I'm y'all now. Uh, and this one person says, what up, Rod and Karen? It's been a while since I submitted feedback to the show. 
so I wanted to drop by to let you know that I'm still listening. I recently started school again so that that at work takes up most of my time. I listened to the first hour of episode 213 night uh, last night, and that shit was funny as hell. Y'all breaking down the lyrics to the songs in the 90s got me shaking my head. SWV were ratchet as hell. Yes, they were. I, re- I remember a comedian on Comic View was breaking down the downtown song, and I hated that Black Pudding song even as a kid. Me too, man. That song is so bad. <laughs> Madden has started many fights because we talked about how people Madden rape people. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, people, the phone lines are open now. 704-557-0186. Uh, 704-557-0186. Um, so it says Madden started many fights due to people getting embarrassed. I'm surprised no one has pulled out a sword after an ass whooping. You can tell John Madden no longer gives any input in the game. The advertising on Madden 12 markets to the shit type talkers. They do. Have you seen the new Madden commercials? Yes. Yes. It's like they want you to kill somebody, man. You see that? It literally is like, your cousin has been kicking your ass for years. And he's coming hard on a safety blitz. But he doesn't know that you just ran an audible to get a go route to Randy Moss. You're going to kick him in his mother... Madden 12. Like, like, it always ends on a cuss word, too. And I always like to, I always like to make up a cuss word. Yes. Because it's, it's always like, but now, you're going to shoot it straight up his Madden 12. And I like to add, like, you're going to shoot it straight up his dick hole. Ah. That's what they wrote. They couldn't say it. Um, it had to be censored. He says, I refuse to play any competitive game in front of a crowd, but I'll sure as hell be instigating watching. Uh, that's all for now. Currently watching College Dang Game Day. We'll be coming to your city. Peace out. Alright, so that's the last uh, email jam. for the show. Um, I haven't got any calls yet, so. Uh, I'll give it a few more minutes. Yeah, I, I will. So, who do you want to talk about, Ken? Let's talk about tomorrow. Tomorrow's show, we will have Maverick on Twitter. Underscore Mad Underscore Rick. Cool. We've been on the show before. Yes, he has. The host of Fill in the Lane podcast. Yes. And we'll have my man Nick No Heart, Nick Underscore No Heart on Twitter, on the show also. Um, and he's the one of the co-hosts of Fill in the Lane's podcast. The, yes, uh, that's a dope podcast. He's the white dude. So. Oh, okay, that. cool. Yes, that's right. We, we are meeting our white ratio quota two times in a week. Yeah. We got Bokeem on last week. Yep, we're getting white people all over the place, yes. man. The show is spreading. We got to get we more white people. International, we got uh, Shirley Wong. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got we got the. We know. had Q Salazar, we had a Latino on yeah, the show. We got to get some Indians out there. Any Indian folks you got that with you? Like Native American Indians? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if any of them here. Oh, shit, we got a call. Yo, what's up? You on with the black guy tips? Bro, what's up, man? I'm fine on the podcast, bro. What's, uh, who is this, man? Man, what? Brent, what? Brent. <laughs> man, what? What's going on with you, dog? I, I haven't heard this voice since the morning, Jones. I know, man. Shoot, I was just on listening to the podcast. I was like, halfway up watching all um, this college game. But, you know, I'm a Florida State fan, so I had to watch State. They got in the playing Oklahoma today. Oh yeah, man. I, man, I was, last night, man, I blanked out a little bit and went on this rant about. Uh, the fucking NCAA and college football and stuff, man. I just lost it oh. for a second, man. I, I, I gotta take care. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I had to say. I, but I realized while I was talking, man, I think the reason I still can watch college sports, and I don't know if, if you identify with this or not, but it's because I root for those kids so fucking much. Like, yes. I love yeah. players on the field, man. They represent so much of my life and the people in my life yes. and the stories I grew up with and the stories that we... Uh, in our community look up to as uh, successes um, I can relate to that man I can relate to that and it's, it feels kind of lame when I'm at a game or when I'm rooting in a bar or something that you know a lot of the fans that are, seem to be rooting for the same shit as me they just rooting for the front of that, that jersey yes. and they really don't but they really hate the kids yes. and that's that's sad to me oh, that's crazy that's what's really crazy like I mean, I do, I would a lot for, for these guys to succeed because some of these guys really don't come from the best situation. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, mm-hmm. go ahead, I'm sorry. I mean, and I was thinking about, um, and I was looking at that, um, I remember you probably knew Dr. Smith and Yes. I mean, I don't hate for you as much as I do Florida, so I can talk about you in a good way sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you could have heard it. It was so funny today, man. Speaking of that. Cause I was watching college game day, and then uh, and they mentioned Miami, and the crowd went ooh. Then they mentioned Florida, the crowd went ooh. <laughs> 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 it's just a different kind of hate, man. Like we respect each other, but we, but you know, Florida, we were Florida, Miami respect each other. Uh, Florida State, Miami respect each other. Florida, with Florida, you just hate that bit. But man, those cats from the state, those early players, man, they were coming from straight off the street, really. Yeah. In the heart of the worst situation. So man, if one of those guys succeeds or they or they do something with their life besides what what they what could have happened to them, I mean it's it's all worth it. But it's it's really hard to root for um it's really hard to root for some of these college presidents and some of these teams when you know they don't really want to play. And I hate guys like that that really get mad because these guys are making these dollars to play football. They put their life on the line. Do you know how many years of it? If you play football long enough, it takes about 10 years off your life. Yeah, yep. at least. And then the thing yep. is, is the thing that, that, that really just kills me, man, is that here we are supposedly rooting for the same shit. I want my team to win. You want your team to win. Supposed to be rooting for tradition. Supposed to be rooting for rivalry. All this shit. <laughs> But then the fucking schools out here chasing dollars like a fucking two dollar whore, man. Yo, Just yeah. skipping around, making power conferences and shit. And we talk about it like it's cool because it's like, yo, man, we might get to see Pitt play Carolina. Man, that shit is fucking lame because yes, it's what, like the whole shit is built off the fact that you they don't want to see kids come up. So it's okay for the like Texas can move because it's a business. Whenever Texas is ready to fucking dip on their conference and fuck tradition then, right? Because it's all about, you know, getting that money. But then when a kid fucking buy, sells his jersey, then all of a sudden it's like, no, this shit shouldn't be allowed. We gotta kick him out of the league. I think if you move conferences in the NCAA, you should do the same shit that kids have to do when they change teams. You need to sit your fucking sports program out for a year. How about that? Is it worth not making any revenue off of your sports for a year? Can you do that? No. Then they won't, then I guarantee you won't see schools move around as much. And that Texas A&M play, that's all, when they, when they said, when Texas A&M said they were moving, they said straight up, we moving for the money. Yeah, they don't give a fuck and the fans are so fucking stupid they buy it they really are like yo man it's cool if they want to just move for the money i mean it's a business it's not supposed to be a fucking business it's supposed to be a no. school of fucking higher education it's not supposed to be fucking like 
how come tuition is going up but sports revenue keeps going up? Like this is a fucking hustle, and these they fans. Should tax, they, they should they should tax them. Uh, I think that's what they really should do. They need to go ahead and just go ahead and start taxing. Uh, just start taxing these sports programs. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, what it's really about. I don't know how they they pay the players exactly. You know, I don't have a fucking plan for how they're gonna do it. But I know this much: the shit is wrong. We know it's wrong, Yo. and yet we continue. To, to, to partake in it and I'm I, you know I'm gonna call these suckers out man every chance I get because fuck them man they don't like us they don't like me they don't like these players on the field and they, and if they saw the fucking players that they root for if they saw that motherfucker walking down the street they would cross the fucking street and that tells you everything oh, sure. about it anyway. yeah man but how about this though I was gonna ask you this Man, you ain't go in yet on that. I ain't, I've been, I've been kind of moving, but I ain't heard none of your, your podcast this week. Mm-hmm. But man, that's where the conversation you, we had on Fair Pay with Glenn Rice, bro. <laughs> 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 well, I think Glenn Rice is one of the best scores in the league. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cause nobody showed me like Glenn Rice. <laughs> <laughs> From long downtown, dog. Way downtown. Yes, From downtown. <laughs> Yeah, man. If I just want to know if she was with uh, Todd Palin at the time, then was that motherfucker like, cause they, they got like married eight months later. They've known each other since high Ooh. school. Yeah. yeah. They, they met in high school. So my question is, was he watching or did he get cheated on? I just want to know because... Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're young and you're 21 and all like that, you know, folks do certain things, you know. So, this, I mean, so it's kind of past the thing, but still, though, Green Rice, like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine if she became, if she had actually won the presidency and stuff like that. Right, oh, man. I, I was surprised, like, I was wondering, man, you think a little bit Glenn Rice wanted her to win? Vice president, just because he was partially like, yo, I fucked that girl. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. <laughs> Like I would like like that's the thing, like partially you gotta at least be like, yo man, I I definitely uh I hate that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if the fellas will believe me or not, but uh I knocked that off one time. And on top of that. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. You know, Bristol is kinda hot. I probably knew how that Bristol. Well you know she's fucking and you know she's definitely uh a freak because she's so conservative in public that you know she's doing all kinds of freaky shit. At oh, home. just to rebel against her parents again, this this represents dog. I get dog. In fact, I guarantee Brooklyn will be hollering at some black dude within the next two years. Yes, and, yes, and then on top of that, I think that that's one reason why she didn't run. They keep talking about her like she gonna show in at the last minute with the you know the the touchdown, but her ass is not running. I'm you think sorry. Uh, you think Bristol will come? Bristol gonna come home with a black man one day and be like, I learned it from you, okay? <laughs> you! <laughs> but you know what? That's gonna kill Bristol's whole tea party. She can't be aligned with tea party no more. Nah. And, and you was actually, and you was actually got this, and you was actually, you know, in the well, well, I'll tell you this much, man. And I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you go after this, but I'll tell you this much, dog. We will find out if the tea party is racist or not after this shit. Everybody keeps saying, oh, race ain't got nothing to do with it. Let's see what her fans think, man. But thank you for the call, Brent. Thank you. Man. Love, love y'all guys, man. Same, same to you, man. We're going, hey, are you going to the hunt or any of the H- home competition? 
Uh, probably not, man. I told you we broke. We just spent all this money on this car and shit, man. This fucked up all kinds of plans. Oh, man. Yeah, we I'm trying to get Mark to, to go to some homecomings or at least go to Honda or something, man. We need to do like an HBCU thing, man. Just like, fly, you know, some of these fly games. It's too many bands and stuff. You know, we got to follow. We need to put some of these people on these beats, going the people on these HBCUs, though. They don't know about I'm down with it, man. Let's let's do something, man. All right, then, man. All right. All right Peace. Peace. Alright, and we got another call. Yo, you're on with the What's Black Dog Chills. What it is. What's good with you, people? How you doing, chillin', chillin'. babes? <laughs> I can't complain, nobody listens. Hey. <laughs> I was talking, first of all, look. I guarantee you, I guarantee, in about 12 to 13 years, Sarah Palin and Bristol. They're going to have a show like Keisha Cole and her mama did on BET. I guarantee it. <laughs> I mean, just so off the hook, Sarah Palin going to have jowls and be smoking and shit. And they could have went great if it wasn't for them two black men in my life. Mommy, you know you love them black men. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I didn't appreciate about this shit, though? And, I mean, hopefully, you know... Who knows if it's true or not? I mean, it's from the Na- a writer from the National Enquirer, so there's some questions there. But also on the low, the National Enquirer has been on this shit for the last like five years. Yeah, they've one of the most the more legitimate news yeah, people they, right now. They actually broke down that John Edwards story and started everything. But um, what one well, the thing that bothered me the most is the phrasing of well, she went through a black phase. And I know that that's a common thing to say, man, but that is so fucking dehumanizing. Yes, that is. And to, if nothing else, to me, that kind of uh, affirms racism more than it does to, like, just because you will fuck a black person, when you say you're going through a phase with any type of race, all you're really saying is, this person is not on the same status as me. Yeah, and I don't take that. I don't take yeah, them seriously. I will give them, I will fuck them, but no, of course I don't take them seriously. Yes. That's ridiculous. Yeah, this is a phase. <laughs> It's another it's another way to say that they were slumming, you know, and, and that, I, oh, I, I didn't take it seriously, so this was just a uh, thing that I was going through. But really, to me, and this is just because I'm insane, but um, in my mind, when they say going through a phase, I look at it as the same as going through a force. I went through a force of black people. Like, she didn't do this just once. There wasn't just one tree sitting there in the forest. She went through a forest. If you say I went through a phase of being a lesbian, you went through like six or seven women. Right. And it, I mean, she definitely she went, went through, through a, she went through a forest of black men and you could tell because all that wood went through her. Exactly. Ah, but um ah. <laughs> Morgan Campbell and I, uh Morgan P where the P right now stands for Corn Pops. Pops, yeah, I just finished eating cereal. <laughs> I was talking to him on Twitter. We were talking about Carl Lewis, you know, about the, um, a few episodes ago, y'all was talking about the, uh, congressman's wife. Yeah. Who was, uh, saying the racist stuff about Carl Lewis. Man, look, that woman didn't have to say nothing. They should have just let that ride. And then when it came down to campaigning against each other, they put out one commercial. Just one. You know, the commercial of him singing the national anthem. <laughs> they don't they don't have to talk over it, they don't have to say anything. They just let him sing the national anthem all the way through and then at the bottom of they put subtitles, is this who you want leading your your state? Right. <laughs> Carl Lewis, bad singer, bad for America. I mean that would have just destroyed him out the gate. Nothing yeah. else needs to be said. Or they could just play but, that um, they could just play that break it up music video. 
Oh, with them short shorts? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's all you got to do. Slow-mo that shit down, zoom in on it, and turn it black and white slowly. And people will be like, of course I can't vote for this nigga. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but, you know, I was just hitting y'all up as usual. I always have a good time, have fun listening to y'all. And hold on one second. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have a good one. All right, Dan. Thank you, man. And that was Rashani from the single simulcast. So if you guys want to check his show out, do that. Oh, uh, we got another call. Oh, wait. No, they hung up. Uh-oh. Well, I thought we had another call for a second. You can call Uh-oh. back if you want, want to, to, man. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe something happened or whatever. Maybe we caught the end of that call. Uh, okay, we got another call. Oh. Damn. Yo, the blackout tip. What's up, Lottie Cam? What is How going on, Trojan Scooter? Not much. Just calling in. Want to talk about Texas A&M for a second? Yeah, break it down, Ooh. man. What's up with Texas A&M? You know what? When I saw the announcement that they officially, you know, said they was leaving, I posted them on Google Plus, and I'm not gonna get out my government. But those of you that do know me on Google Plus, you can check it out there. It was interesting because I said, you know, <clears throat> Texas A&M looks like it's the better academic school than Texas. But for most people, they would rather root for Texas and go to Texas and all these. And I'm like. Isn't that backwards? Like, we should be sending our kids to somewhere that's trying to educate them as a story, history of, you know, saying, hey, you come in, we're going to educate you, you can go out, get a job, have a successful career, you know, live a great life. No. They want you to be throwing up the damn hook of horn signs and your ass can't read past third grade. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because what a lot of people fail to realize, college has gotten to the point where college doesn't have shit to do with education anymore, period. And people don't want to accept the fact that college has nothing to do with education. It's about money. It's about revenue. It's about how can I pimp these children? Because a lot of them are children. And to me, that's the part that makes me upset when all of a sudden... Like Roger says, if a college decides to move, it's a business deal. If a, if, if, if a student, quote-unquote student-athlete, says, I want to go to another university, they have to sit their ass down for a year. You tell me where the fairness is in, in that. Right. So, you know, that's why I built my thing. And, again, you know, I, I, I disagree with Rod. You know, maybe they do need to sit the college out a year or come up with some kind of penalty that, you know, that would make the athletic directors and president think twice about it because... You know, at this point, you basically signing some paperwork or coming up with a contract saying, okay, we want leave before June 12, 2012, and we want, you know, ask you to pay us $5 billion or whatever. Then they don't. And so you start back over and rebuild, and all, you know, well, they don't start back over, but they just continue with the money train. But for the kid, it'll be sit out of here. If you're trying to go to another Division Eight, Division One program, and be subject to all the scrutiny well he couldn't cut it you know he, he didn't study he didn't had poor work and it's like really well really? it's frustrating about the kid it's it's frustrating as shit man because the fans are like we're the the fans are the enablers man mm-hmm. like it's us that makes it okay for a coach to chase the dollar bill for the school to chase the dollar bill for the ncaa to chase the dollar bill when it comes to the bowls and shit like it's the the fact that fans are gonna keep watching and they would rather debate bowls versus playoffs or should there be preseason rankings and shit like that than actually debate the morality of a motherfucker walking off the field 
or being carted off the field with a torn ligament and possibly not playing again in his life and probably about to lose his scholarship the next year because most people don't understand that you don't get a four-year scholarship. It's renewable annually. Like, it's fucking frustrating to think about the fact that people don't give a fuck about that because they, they just want to watch some football. But, hey, yo, we got another call, man. Let me let All me right, appreciate this. it, Ron. All right, peace. Um, all right. Yo, you're on with the Blackout Tips. tips. What is up? Yellow? Hello? I said they would lose him? I don't know. Last chance. 312 area code. You on the air. All right, then. You have a good day. Maybe there was uh, somebody calling in to be like, I hate college players. (laughs) I fucking hate them. Every day I wake up and I just want to kick a nigga in the stomach. I hate them. I fucking go. We don't owe student athlete shit. Go NCAA. It's just the NCAA hotline. I was calling to say that I love y'all and I want y'all to continue making all the money. Fuck these kids. (laughs) Maybe that's what they was calling to say. Yes. Uh, All right, man. Well, we have been sufficiently tipping. Uh Oh, wait. Here's another one. Welcome Yo, to the Black Who Tips. Okay, you got this. Okay. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Just, I had somebody on. I'm trying to get them on right quick. But first, I got to give your number out. 704 557 That number's going Mike. Yo. Mike. What's up, dog? How you doing? Man, they're giving me a goddamn number. Don't even work right. What's the word, chat? <laughs> Man, we are chilling, dog. What has been up with you? Hey, you got your own podcast starting. We trying listen. I'm trying to do i I'm trying to do a podcast. I got the I got the portal style. I got the X clips on this shit, and they all trying to get. They want to get. They want to be a star. They want to jab their mouth. Man, that's gonna be off the hook, man. You know so many people, and you got yes. so many stories. I know it's starting October the third. Uh, I can't wait to listen to this, man. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, it, man. Mike. When you get ready to roll it out, Let man, you gotta know. come back on the show, man. Yes, please do come back on our show. Bob, I gotta come on, you Rob. I need two. I gotta get some advice, so you, I, I gotta call you up to ask you a couple of things. How about doing a little thing? Me and Top Cat. I'm telling you, we got the famous, we got the famous pimp coming on the show, man. And Rob, Yo. the people who come on my show were willing to come on your show. They would love to come on your show. Man, and hell yeah. Have yeah, we'll yes. do that. Man, I, I got the email from Top Cat and I hit him back and told him, you know, give me a call anytime, man. I'm willing to I can't, work around y'all yeah, schedule. I will help y'all get, get y'all shit started, yes, everything, we man. Will. And then, of course, you know, I definitely got to have you back, man. Because that was, that was one of my yeah. favorite episodes yes. ever, man. We got to we got that legend coming in Chicago right now, walking around, looking like a goddamn canary bird. Pippin' Donnell, he's pulling some girl to check right now, but I, you got to talk to Donnell. Yes. yes. I want to talk to Donnell, yes. Chi-Town player. I want to yes. talk to Good Game. I don't know if uh, Lucky Strike and Spanish Fly going to be there, yes. but I want to talk to all everybody. of them, man. Man, we got to get all the cats on your show. Even the man in the wheelchair, Rudy Moore. Y'all know it as Dolomite. Y'all got y'all Rudy Ray? Yeah. Wow. Let me see. Let me get these let me get these pimped up right now. They ain't doing them a thing in the car. You dead Rudy Ray Moore. You really know that? Can I say this nigga blocked on the radio? Yeah, 
Yeah, we uncensored, baby. Open this door. I got my man Rod on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yo, what's, yo, is this Donnell? This is Spanish Fly right here. Spanish hey, Fly. Spanish what's, fly. Up, what's up, Spanish Fly, man? We heard so much about you, yes. baby. Yes. Now, hey man, now yeah. Sp- why they call you Spanish Fly? Tell them why they call you Spanish Fly. Oh, what a little thing that they just gave me. You know? Hey, hey, here in the room where chickens are. Hear that. Here in the room where I want you to check it out and sit on the front porch. <laughs> Yes, we had Sheva J on, so yes, sir. Yeah, we had Pono oh, Stars on before. Yes, all the guys, man, they were retrieving your shoulder. That's what it's like. That's what it's like. Girl. That's what's up, man. What's been going on? What's been, what's been going on? Man, the same shit. Just... I miss your quote. It's nothing happening no more, Jack. I know, I know man. man. We miss you, Mike. We miss you so much. Yeah, we waiting on Bo to, you know, see what he's going to do next, man. See if we can all be there and support the next thing. Keep the whole family going. Keep it growing, man. I know, man. There's so many people coming back and forth to Chicago. And I'm talking to people, mean people. But, but it ain't... It, it, I miss the people on the morning job. It's a lot of business shit. There's a lot of shit that going on, dude. I don't, I don't know if y'all saw the picture. I went Jojo the Clown. I went Diddy the Bull who I caught smoking weed. I got that crazy in him. <laughs> yeah, we saw the picture, yes. man. Hey, now what, what you been up to since the yes, show stopped, man? what you been up to? I've been, uh, I've been trying to do, uh, I don't know if y'all saw a picture of me walking around with a mask on. Nah, I didn't see that one. What, what's the story there? I'm walking around, I'm walking around Chicago with a mask. Trying to... Hello? Yo, what happened to Mike? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> this, this phone cut off. He got an iPhone, so you know he got that old oh. little seat service, man. Some dice. For those that are listening live, man, uh, Mike is 
Not a pimp. No, he's not. Uh, but he's a guy who called the Morning Jones, which is a sports radio show. Like every day. And he just randomly calls throughout the day and talks uh, whatever's going on at the time. Yes. Really? I yes. Mean, we've heard crazy stories of Mike being on the roof of a car when a dog was trying to attack him. Live, too. You know? Yes, he was filming a show with a hype. Yeah, he filmed. He was actually uh, on an episode of a TV show, and uh, it was him, and they rounded up this crackhead dude that was going to be on the show with them. Uh, and they're calling back. Let's check it out. Yo, you back. Oh, uh, yeah. Hold on. Here you go. Thank you back on. Mike, you there? Cool. Mike? Mike back. Yo, what? Mike. You back? I don't hear nobody. Oh, we, hey, we can You hear us now? Hey man, it's the AT&T server. They're trying to buy everything in a fucking market, but they can't get their shit right. Their own shit right. <laughs> hey Mike, <laughs> tell, tell us a story about the, the mask before we go, man. Oh yeah, I'm walking around out there in Chicago. I'm going to see you, Rob. You got to send me your information and, and if I can uh, send you some pictures. I walked around Chicago, me and some old guys, Comcast, we take a picture filming. And walking up, I'm walking around different places, and open up doors with a mask. I ain't sticking up shit, but I'm walking in places, going to shit, and they trying to figure who the fuck I am. But they're checking, they're checking about all this. Fuck it over there, we feel like an ass too. They think I'm fucking Jim Carrey. How the fuck they think I'm Jim Carrey? I'm <laughs> <laughs> so walking around Chicago, and they're sitting down getting free food. Because I said, when you get in the movie, I can't take this mask off and go, everybody knew who I am. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Is that working? <laughs> man, that's fucking hilarious, oh. dog. Oh, oh man. We gotta meet you one day, Mike. I'm just doing some crazy shit because there's nothing else better to do but have fun, baby. Hey, man. Yeah. Without the Morning Jones, there's nothing else to do, Sal. No, no. That's what the fuck. And this is, I'm telling you. If you see the mask, you're up. I want... Did we lose him again? Hello? Send me, send me your text, Ron, all your information. I'm going I'm to I'm send you a picture of all this stuff. Right, I'm going to send it as soon as this show is over, man. Robin, can I talk to you like Karen, man? You know, I got to go out and knock on this window. You know, these guys got the whole block smoked up over here. They ain't barbecue. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Mike. Be safe. All right, Robin. Don't go on through, man. I'm going to go ahead and, and get, and get, get wow. back to watching this football. your information, man, so we can talk. I got you. I got you. Soon as the show is over, I got you, man. All right, be good. All right, you, man. man. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Peace. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> that was your man, DJ oh, Mike Hitman. Courtesy of Brent. Uh, uh, thank you, man, yes. for hooking that up. Thank you. And I miss for, his voice. Don't forget his podcast starts on the 3rd yes, of October. Yes, I am October. all about that. So I can't wait to, to hear that, man. And I'm going to get him back, and I'm definitely going to get some of the friends of his who yes. actually are pimps. Yes. Donnell the Shot Time Player. Yes. Spanish Fly. Fly. Lucky Strike. Yes. Uh, good Game. Yes. We'll, t- we'll see if we can get them all on the show, man. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Yes. All right, man. Well, until next time, uh, will we have uh, the host from uh, Filling the Lanes on, Maverick, and yes. uh, 
We'll also have uh, my man uh, Nick Nohart. Yes. Uh, we'll talk to them about all kinds of sports-related shit and uh, random shit that they don't get to talk about on their own podcast. That's right. Um, thank you, people that listen live and everybody that was in the chat, chat room, all the callers, uh, Mike in Chicago. Yes. Um, just that oh, made man. my day. Seriously, man, I might be broke, but nigga, we got fans. Yes, you know we do, dog. Fuck it, man. <laughs> So until uh, tomorrow, love you. You too. Mwah. The definition of a player hater. Player hater. A buster. buster. A bitch with a dick. A violator of the six bar of the Mac game. Buster with a complex. Man, you know that nigga Kyrie fucking Mac Maul out his money, man. You know that nigga Lay ain't gonna get paid. Heard Ray Love in jail and shit. Little old bitch ass motherfuckers. Mac Maul. Young Lay. Ray Love. I'ma need y'all to come in, man. I need the whole Young Black Brother Records lineup to come in and spit some game to these little old bitches with dicks, player hate, bust ass, nothing ass niggas. Now you nothing ass niggas, check game. Hey, play, it only be a point in your life where you just wanna smoke a motherfucker, man. Fuck you. Yeah. Man, he get the trippin' on some of that wild shit, hoes and flaunting shit. That nigga tryna kick back, man. You know, be really about his fatty, though. Hey, all nigga mix. What's up, Mac? Yeah. Well, alright, love. What's up, player? Hey, man, that be them in the way ass niggas like this, oh, yeah. like this, man. When my album came out, man, next thing you know, it's a million motherfuckers in my face asking me so many questions. Right, young Ray Love, what's up, man? Yeah, we trying to come real about the fatty, dog. Hell yeah. That's right. Check this out. You know they're all about this money, man. Got no time to be tripping on that stupid shit. Yeah. Arms going down. But anyway, we put a circle some of that old bitch shit, man. Young nigga, young Ray Love, now. I think I'm gonna come on first. Tell them motherfuckers. One more time for the street to kill a galley. Grew up on the dike and shooting dice up in the alley. Back when niggas had names like Rock T, Chin, and Butter. OG gang from a motherfucking gutter. I guess it was cool when a nigga had no riches. Cause niggas didn't PA and run their mouths like bitches. Much love for the hood. What up, nigga? Where's my homies? Show love for these niggas. But they ain't got no love for me. Jealous as fuck when I got love from the press, nigga. But all I get is mean mugs from you West niggas. Now that I think these motherfuckers is so funny.
niggas need to check they self. But the sucker that I hate the most is the buster full of envy, man, cause he broke. Every night he be stressing, thinking that his hoe wanna get me. I wouldn't fuck her with your bitch, she ain't got nothing to give me. Cause your nigga is broke, so ho, I know you're starving. So you won't have to worry about Mac more harming your boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. I got my money in my cutties, who needs a bitch? Mac Moore will never get played. I'm gonna stay that way, and you know I'm all about that money. Trap up on a rowdy dyke, confusing was rise to hard to doubt. So I grab my money and my eye high. Why do his youngsters be so nervous? Niggas tripping out through these tires, plus these poppers trying to serve his ear. But I kick back and just stack with my fucking clan and kick that gangster rap and spit about my gangster max. On rap tracks and spit for those that cocky freak and give them they dap and tell them it ain't a day without drinking weed. Jeez, get stacked, man, who's a Mac? Yeah, the nigga shook ya. Keys of crack get cut down, but not by the cooker. But yo, they crook. Watching me all the time But I keep looking and keep an eye by my spine I to my side, cause when I ride you'll never know But if it's up some dog, young layers quick to let it go And let it know, nigga that this is love side Home of the Mac, play a pro, squares running high Cause tonight, we gonna do it just like this But if your heart was choosing, nigga the mic's in my fist